0: This is Matt Taylor, and this is Jay Rankin, and you're listening to the Flowcast.
1: We talk about that is easy. Can I ask you some questions? Yeah. Okay. Personal questions? Yeah. Um. First one. I thought that was one of our bands what bands band, I thought. oh the mini bands mm. Kmart it's so big. 8 bucks 4 bands $2 a buck I mean $2 a band $2 a band I use them every day yeah and they're good quality none snapped.
0: <laughs> actually one of my big bands snapped the other day I got you some do you know a good place to get some
1: the big bands yeah power bands power Kmart. bands <laughs> do they have power yep. bands too Yep. It's Um, all the same rubber, mate. See, what I've learned about like Kmart and big chains and stuff is that they invest in what trends. So if something trends, like if you watch what their fitness products have done over the last three or four years, like they used to have like these crappy black, like steel plates and like crappy five kilo barbell and that was about it. Maybe like some two kilo dumbbells (laughs) and maybe like some, those old school physio therabands and that was like it and like a wobble board. And now you go there they've got like three aisles and it's just full of like really good accessory equipment like really good quality massage balls like the even, even their pipe foam rolls they last as long as any like we've had high brand foam rolls and stuff last two months and like yeah. and i've got 110 kilo people following rolls these no no issues at all and you got know, the minibands are great like you're not gonna get cheaper minibands not even on ebay yeah power bands power bands skipping ropes um what else do i like the hamstring slides like a valve slide, slide slides started in america there's 70 70 bucks i think they're 50 australia uh I've us got them in here. i love them yeah i know but you've got the kmart ones yeah they're five dollars oh, or they're four they're two yeah. for eight two sets for eight bucks four dollars they're four dollars yeah. yeah. and um like it's just ridiculous because i actually used frisbees when i was in perth we got frisbees yeah i did do it yeah and used it on the carpet yeah. i actually got that there was a guy who did the exos course in sydney He runs a multi-million dollar gym in Sydney. Amazing facility. They've got every piece of equipment you could want, just about, for a general pop. Yeah. And he uses Frisbee's. (laughs) And I think that's the reason they've got such nice equipment because he doesn't waste a dime. Yeah. He's got something that serves the exact same purpose. You carry it through. Um, He'll be getting Kmart ones for sure then. Yeah, so they're good. They just need to change their colour schemes a bit, you know. If they're listening, colour schemes. Kmart, if you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Kmart. (laughs) I was listening
0: to a podcast the other day. And they were talking about this is just completely off topic yeah I thought it was funny they were talking about how Oprah was going to run for president and one of the hosts. and this is not that popular of a podcast they get like thousands not like hundreds of thousands of downloads a month yeah and it's like yeah um blah 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 Oprah 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 oh and Oprah if you're listening and the guy's like, oh. like if you're listening <laughs> Oprah I don't know how much <laughs> spare time Oprah's got but I don't know if she listens to low quality but um but on that note, yeah, Kmart.
1: Yeah. Head of Kmart thing to the flow show. Hopefully they flow cast flow show. <laughs> cast. Hopefully they um wanna do some business. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We'll get some flow, flow The other there.
1: secret about Kmart is, is we're going off away from all of the um uh, the um not costumes, what do you call it? Outfits. Wear sh- shirts and shorts and apparel. Apparel clothing. Yeah. <laughs> clothing. Yeah, Kmart. What was clothing? First one? Costumes. Friday afternoon's a long day. Um, <laughs> nice costume, man. Nice. And um, anyway, what I've learned is that the five dollar items, so the cheapest items they sell, are crap, right? Wash badly, don't last, look crap, don't fit well. But you only have to go like a dollar or two up to like the seven or the nine dollars. Eight dollars, right? mate, is money. Eight dollars. That's good quality stuff. Fits <laughs> a little better. nicer colours to choose from. <laughs> like, so what I'm saying is, don't Don- ever buy the cheapest thing. But you don't often have to get the most expensive. Sometimes the middle tier stuff, it serves a purpose. And so I highly recommend sort of the $7 to $15. Would you Kmart. recommend this just in life in general? Most things. There are some circumstances where the cheapest thing's the best. For example, if you're going to get a write off, if you're just going to buy something for a one off use, like um, I recently went camping um, and we got a uh, croquet set again from Kmart, $5. Now, if I was normally willing to invest in sort of a, a hobby-based activity like, <laughs> like croquet or, or maybe even like a, a big bocce fan, I would look for a good clock. Like I would want the silver bocce I'd with the wooden ball and walls. a nice case so it would fit nicely in, in the van. Um, but, you know, I didn't really plan on having a croquet career after that weekend, so we just got the $5 set, which is also good marketing because it was a long weekend, so they've clearly just put in the clearance bin for quick sales. And, uh, yeah, anyway. But for life in general, yeah, the second cheapest thing in life is (laughs) going to serve you well. We'll see how that advice goes. On the wall. Yeah, okay. Questions. Yeah. Why did you want to do a podcast? So
0: probably two reasons. The selfish reason is just because I think that it is such a great opportunity to learn in a field that I'm already so passionate about.
1: And how, well, how do you plan on learning? Like what's...
0: Well, hopefully um, this gets to a stage where we can get some really prestigious and experienced um, athletes, coaches, and experts yep. in the whole field of performance and wellness, yep. who I just can't wait to pick their brains mm-hmm. in, in sort of these areas that we're already delving into. Mm-hmm. Um, more side for the performance for you, Matt, and for me, um, that, that just the health and longevity um, sort of side. Yeah. Um, so for, yeah, the selfish um, motivation for me is just I love to learn and I really, really love to um, just love to, to pick people's brains. And I guess that is yeah. the same sort of, um, is learning well, off Well, I the think bats. that's the
1: way that you learn, like, by well, it is, it's yeah. something you find that you like doing. You like talking to people, having conversations, delving into topics. And then as a result, the byproduct of that is the upgrading of the information. Mm, and and the full,
0: just the fulfillment of being able to, yeah. when you pass on information or you feel like you are, and we get this, this is our, our whole, um, sort of the whole goal of being in personal training or coaching is you're trying to, you're trying to then forward all this information and your knowledge onto someone to better them. Yeah.
1: Um, and you can, and so it's almost like, wow, the way I see it is like, we get paid to give advice more often than not. Like, yes, yeah. we like, we might do some physical work with people and stuff and we might help them out, but essentially people are paying for our advice. And I guess this platform is going to allow you to get advice to become better on my job. Yeah. That's going to yeah. contribute to your job and your craft and your career going forward. And yeah. like
0: anything, you, the reason why you do any, you feel good about doing something is that gratification that you get in return. So yeah. I'd be lying if you said if I said that when I um, when someone asks me something about improving their sleep, I feel good. I I do get that gratification back by giving them some a couple of tweaks in their routine, whether it be like a bedtime routine or some yeah. um, even things that they're eating and stuff that might affect. Yeah. And um, yeah, you feel good, and it's nice being able to go home and knowing that you've been able to impact. Yeah. And I really think that this could be is an amazing platform and amazing opportunity to be able to just sort of further all those things that I mentioned and becoming a better version of myself um, as well as it's I really, it's nice just to be able to talk shit with you, Matt, yeah. and being able to develop yeah. in, in the process.
1: Yeah. So when do you think, when was the moment, that it could have been when you're younger and it's something you thought you're just going to sort of fall into. Um, it could have been during your studies. It could have been through circumstances. When was the moment where you're like, yeah, I want to I wanna help people with their lives. I want to help with health and fitness. I want to make a career out of this. When did that sort of formulate in your in your head? What yeah. what age and what stage? It probably it probably caught not until quite
0: recently. So when I did start my um, exercise and sports science degree, I was still looking at it as not necessarily as I'm going to finish this and I'm going to go and help people. I'm, I was sort of in there because at the time, especially at a high school um, and finishing um, and being being an athlete, playing footy and um, and lifting weights and stuff myself, I was still trying to just further my, develop my knowledge mm-hmm. and going straight into uni, um, in that sports science degree, it was all things that I was interested in, all things I was passionate about and sort of as I, it wasn't until I actually began the process of, um, I did my personal training course and I started doing some just, um, casual sort of work in the gym, in the gym stuff. And I just started out training some people that I knew. So, mm-hmm. um, family friends and um and actually just a couple, a mate of mine and it was then that i realized like wow like i actually i actually know quite a bit of stuff mm. that at the time when you're surrounded by so many people like oh yeah you, when you're comparing yourself to your lecturers and the people around you you mm. think i'm not out of, i'm not too out of the ordinary like whether you're a smart per, uh, smart guy or not you don't stand out but it's then when i came into back into I guess, you know, the real world talking to people who mm-hmm. they don't care about their health. They don't care about, um, they just don't have that ability they to recognize that maybe that their posture is that bad or their eating mm-hmm. is so horrible mm-hmm. and they don't, they don't actually, they think that they feel okay, but until they make a little improvement, they're like, until they're trying, how did I survive yeah. like that? Yeah. So, yeah. and then all of a sudden, yeah, I just was like, geez, I actually, um, you know, there's a good opportunity here. I really enjoy it. I'm, A bit of an introvert but not in the way like I love just chilling by myself Mm. doing my own thing but it has really helped me get out of my shell in terms of just being able to strike conversation in the form of what feels comfortable to me
1: which is like ask me a question and I'll just go on a rant yeah um so it's almost like you're extroverted by your passion exactly yeah. yeah yeah which is such a fantastic thing to discover like I think you know we're both young and it's sometimes hard to talk about this stuff Because people will say inexperienced and that sort of stuff, but you know we deal with on on a daily basis at work with young athletes and even older athletes and even general pops who just don't know what they want. And when you find what you want, you you get that flame and you get that passion. And whether it's going to be long lasting, whether circumstances in life change, that'll take care. That'll that'll happen down the line. But it's so exciting to hear, like when I ask you that question, that that's your mindset because it's just such a fantastic like self realization.
0: Yeah, but I couldn't. I couldn't tell you the moment or anything that happened. It's, it's sort just of just of, an ongoing. Yeah, I think yeah, it's just like anything, accumulation. It is. So yeah, it's just
1: like well, this is how well, I ended up. But um, even I guess going back further from that, like before you sort of found yourself helping other people naturally and, and, and gone down that path. When did did your personal interest stem from your sporting career and that sort of stuff? Or yeah, definitely. So,
0: I've I sort of was just always played footy um growing up, and it was probably yeah. You start as, uh, because it's such a social thing, so that's how you make friends and all that stuff. Um, And I guess where it's sort of that whole actually doing my own, like when I would go home and I would actually look up articles and do my Mm -hmm. own research and things was probably when I started to actually um, get a few injuries or my body just started to, you know, feel sore and things like that. You're trying to find answers to questions. Yeah, Yeah, exactly right. right. Yeah. 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 So I was just asking myself questions and. And yeah. you do it. You ask the people around you, like you the trains at footy yeah. and stuff. But um everyone only knows so much, and there's always yeah. questions unanswered, no yeah. matter what. Yeah. Um. What field you're in? Yeah. So it was just yeah. So that my um. I guess it stems from, yeah, my own performances in, in my given sport in footy. Um. Yeah, and and was to bet to better mm-hmm. myself as well. So at that time, I still wasn't thinking like I'm going to learn this to teach it to this person. And I was thinking. Or how you know, what can I do on a Sunday after footy? Yeah. Or um, what can I do to help myself get to sleep better? Because I was a, wouldn't say insomniac, but had your typical busy brain. Heading down that path. Yeah. Yeah, or but those traits. Yeah. yeah, just from things that I was doing my lifestyle and things like yeah. that. Um, which nothing was too extreme. Like I've always been a healthy person. Yeah. I was raised in a very um, active and healthy family, but just little yeah.
1: things. Yeah. So that's probably where it started, Matt. Yeah. Awesome. And so, can you tell me a little bit about what you do now, and where you're working, and and what sort of the the you know the daily, talk me through like a basic day. Yeah, yeah. So, at the moment, I'm working as a
0: personal trainer. Yeah. I've recently just finished my exercise and sports science degree. Yeah. And I would, I guess you would call this a boutique gym. So I work in a private yeah. studio. Private, yeah, private training studio. Yeah. So we do uh, mainly private one-on-one, small group fitness. Yeah. Um. Yes. And so what was the,
1: the question? And what would a normal day look like? Yeah, okay.
0: So my day is a good mix of those um uh, group fitness classes, yep. more generalized stuff. So yep. we do things like boxing training, sort of your cliche, I would say, just because it's, well, not cliche, but popular sort of stuff now, we is your <laughs> hit training. So yep. high intensity interval training. Yep. We have different classes that involve uh, specifically just for strength. Yep. Uh, and then my personal training so that can that that varies from young teenagers who I'm sort of working on things like injury prevention coordination proprioception yeah to sort of your more general case and more uh popular case unfortunately at at this time is um your 30 to 50 year olds a lot of women yeah uh who are just looking to lose weight and yeah feel better yeah and just move better which is the tough the tough yeah. job sometimes but Yeah, and so how long
1: have you been here? I've been here just shy of a year, okay now. So what did you see when you first walked through the doors mm-hmm. and started profiling and working with these clients and starting to internally draw ideas about how you can make a difference to what you see now? Has it changed much or is it like, or how is how has it evolved? The people coming how's, in how's or my coaching style and how is your I guess behaviour changed, coaching changed? since you first started here, to how you're currently running things? So,
0: in terms of things like my programming, I would say they've probably changed the, the least. Yeah. My communication has definitely changed the most. Fascinating, yeah. So, and that comes down to my patience and experience with people. So, yep. we talked earlier about people wanting a quick fix. Yeah. And at the start, I really just got frustrated by people's ignorance towards health and fitness. Because I was straight out of uni, surrounded by people who knew all these things. And it wasn't until I was exposed to all these people that I realized the extent of their knowledge. Mm. Mm. So I actually got pretty frustrated on several occasions just because I'm like, you know, of course, that would be like, I don't know why. I don't know why I'm... I'm, I look like this, I feel like this, and yeah. I'm like, well, look at you, you're eating all this crap, yeah. you're going to bed at 2am every single night, yeah. like falling asleep or, on
1: your phone or yeah. watching TV and I'm, it's just blowing my mind all these things. But no one's held them accountable, there's no 100%. parents telling them not to do So they've grown out of those habits and then you're standing here like, oh, hang on a second, that big mac you had for lunch, maybe let's just try having like, you know, a chicken salad wrap and start there, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and then, so there's all these problems that I'm discovering
0: and there's, yeah. And as I am more and more experienced, I'm able to sort of peel these layers back faster and faster. Yep. Yep. And it's only take, it. even sometimes I can get the, or I can uncover all these problems in initial conversations or consultations yep. with awesome. these people. Awesome. But it's like, and then they come to me and, and I'm, my priorities have changed. Yep. And it depends on the person. So example, I have women who come in here and say, I want to, I got, I've got a wedding in six weeks make me skinny and, and in my head I'm like I just want to feature sleep first because you're sleeping three hours of yeah, four hours of broken sleep a night yeah but if I say this to them then they're thinking well i that's not, they're gonna not get listening to that's not gonna to
1: my cries and it's like hello I asked you for make me skinny make me skinny you
0: know so it's finding I've in that regard I've it's finding that happy medium and I guess it's it's educating the people, like the mm. clients too so finding that that middle ground between tell i need to express that i understand their goals mm-hmm. but also that they understand where i'm coming from too where yeah. you can't have one without the other in terms mm-hmm. of you can't look all amazing well not for long term a long long period of time or yeah. for the rest of your life while this stress and this sleep is so out of whack in your yeah, life so yeah. I
1: guess what I was trying to say is just yeah, well, they're self, yeah. what they're asking for takes a lot longer than the six weeks they've provided you with yeah. and it's just an unrealistic and you, you're caught between this thing of how am I going to get them mm. to where they need to get to because you've got to have that retention almost as a client um, yeah it's a so all these yeah
0: so and it's just experience so I was when you first when you think about a PT you just think of you know the the six or so exercises you're gonna run through in a in a session yeah. with your client. You don't thinking yeah. about all of these external factors, but it's it's really cool to sort of what I've acknowledged now is how much you can impact them outside of the gym. It's not yeah. just that two or three hours a week you've got with someone, yeah. Um, and just my development, my communication trying yeah. to get these messages across yeah. is definitely probably the biggest thing that I've developed.
1: So sometimes it's like the training is more of an anomaly and it's that five-minute conversation oh, yeah. before and after with them yeah. that might create more of a sustainable change and a, a better outcome. Yeah, that's really awesome. I think the really important thing you talked about there was the programming has changed the least and especially with the demographic you're talking with, it's, uh, it's so clear when you say it and I think it's really important, especially young coaches coming out of university or even still coaching at university is that they do understand that whilst it's imperative if they want to go work in higher levels of sport and that sort of stuff, that the programming, the research and stuff is a huge element of it. But if you can't get them to move or get them to do those basic things, which you're sort of knowing is going to make a difference, then there's no need to have elaborate skills in those traits because you're going to deal with what you can actually impact. And a 35-year-old lady that wants to lose weight in six weeks doesn't need a really confusing, you know, algorithm design program on excel <laughs> yeah. with the most whiz bang spreadsheets and the most you know well periodized plan based off the six weeks and we're going to plan this and do this and that it just doesn't matter it's about how much circumstantial change can i make with this this client as really it is as possible i really like that you said that yeah 100 percent, man yeah do you want to call wrong do we put her on the podcast <laughs> would it be funny yeah okay I'll call it. I'll call it. Let's just see what happens. Do we want to? This talk? is live radio, people.
0: <laughs> she's she messaged me an hour ago. Should I tell her that she's going to
1: be on the podcast? Yeah. I, do you want me to stop recording? No, I don't
0: know. No, just, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Flowcast Podcast. You are our first ever guest on the
1: oh, on the podcast. Thanks. Congratulations. I'm sure you're a long-time listener, first-time caller. I'm so excited. I'm never going to forget this moment. What's the question? Um, can you do me a favor? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is it yeah. appropriate for the audience? Uh, probably
0: not. <laughs> um, I just read your message. What, what do you actually need me to do? <laughs> I thought
1: I was being interviewed, damn it. Yeah, well, you can be. Um,
0: shared for me okay what is it
1: some socks and a badge for my nipple dress wrong <laughs> <laughs> you've in, you've interrupted the flowcast to get no, some you socks you
0: called me you called me people would pay big no, money I mean, for this actually,
1: opportunity we did is call, lovely, we, did call yeah, we did
0: call her yeah we did call her yeah but you did call during the recording of it yeah. I know but that's why I texted
1: because I was like <laughs> oh they're
0: probably recording and <laughs> I'll interrupt them um what's is there a code or something
1: yeah, I'll text it to you. Yeah.
0: I- just <laughs> call me when you get
1: there,
0: I'll tell you it. Okay, okay.
1: Probably easier. Yep, no worries.
0: Um, what do you want to have for dinner? Great question. What do your viewers think of this? I mean, what do your listeners think we should have for dinner? It's we- not, not talkback radio, right? Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, let's just check, Wait, out, the let's line, just check out the live <laughs> the line of the line chat. <laughs> the line- Hang on, Ron, oh, um, yeah. we're getting another call through. I'm just going to have to... What <laughs> What are the options for dinner? <laughs> I don't know Takeaway. <laughs> Doesn't really fit The last couple Topics <laughs> <apparently. laughs> We've got some salmon But there's only one piece of salmon At home isn't there?
1: Yeah What about chicken pad thai?
0: Black raven? What's it called? Oh, oh mad uh, raven Mad raven <laughs> Oh
1: mad raven Yeah get some mad raven Well depends what you feel like
0: Mad raven <laughs> You want pizza? Yeah <laughs>
1: you're almost going to make these things, or how long you reckon you'll be? Couldn't tell you. Hard to what say. What are you doing, Matt? Mm. Are you going for dinner? No. Yeah, maybe. I'm just, pa- I'm just going I'm mm. just going to put my washing on at my parents.
0: Maybe she's oh. just coming for
1: dinner. Yeah, all right. Matt's coming for dinner. Yeah, that's fine. All
0: right. Um, mayb- I mean, maybe can't. we'll just try and get there for 7.30 or something. Because Matt, I thought we'll you could
1: pick up. Yeah. Maven takes forever
0: to order, so yeah, yeah, maybe just or put the order through at seven something like that. It will take like forty minutes. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's cool.
1: Yeah. Okay. So
0: order at
1: seven? Yep. Do you have cash with you? Yep. Yep. How many pizzas tell me to order? Is it just How us three? Uh
0: we'll be home later. I reckon
1: like Absolutely. four. Oh, I was going to say three, but four is even better. Nah, uh, probably four is probably standard. All right. Let's be honest, it's Mad Raven. You seem to just be out of as much as you really can fit
0: in. Yeah, true. Oh, yeah, I could you easily go one yourself. and a half, I reckon.
1: All right, well, I'll order and I'll just uh, do Surprise whatever us. ones I
0: want. Yep. <laughs> okay. Done.
1: Okay.
0: Well, thanks for okay. call- thanks for joining the chat, the cast.
1: Um, I would like to just express to the flow fitness. Um you <laughs> no, it it can fix my uh my my pain from the amount of push-ups I endured. I don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Okay, see you. We'll save an episode. For Please another. leave a five-star review. Thanks for calling um, by. Oh <laughs> awesome. <laughs> we should make that a weekly segment. we'll have to like fast forward some of the junkier parts of that conversation. You have should
0: edit this out now. Yeah. that
1: <laughs> yeah. oh, well. Um <laughs> We dive. We what's the word? We digress. We digress. Okay. Um <laughs> do a digress. So yeah. the we know a little bit about like, what you've done last couple of years. your bit of a passion. What you do now. Yep. Where do you want to go? Great question, Matt. Great. Question. Do you know? Do you know? And if not, are you gonna think about it? I or don't. F- I've got
0: plenty of ideas going on, but I think at this stage I couldn't give you a, a diff- one definitive answer mm. just because. I've only been doing this for barely a year now, so I love what I'm doing at the moment. Yeah. I'd love to just keep growing this. Um, I think the only thing, if I could change something right now, would be uh, just to sort of develop a team around me. So just because I'm still so new to the industry, I I, uh, would love someone to bounce back a few more ideas. So Mm -hmm. I'm surrounded by a lot of people with plenty of knowledge in the field. Mm -hmm. But maybe more in just the, the business side of things at the moment.
1: Relatable things. Like you know people exactly, who work yeah. in different fields, but someone who also works in a studio environment or someone who works with the same client base and go, hey, I noticed this, let's try this instead. And you're yeah. not sort of cooped up with your own thoughts the whole time. Yeah, Exactly.
0: So say someone like yourself, we can relate to a lot of different things just because of the fact that it's in a gym setting. Yeah. But it's just those little things like, Um, the habitual things of 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 clients and um, just those little things that I guess I didn't originally think about. Yeah, The things you don't think about like when you plan plan a
1: session for four and one turns up or when it's rainy and then people come in with bad attitudes and you're sort of just scratching your head like how, you know, you have a session plan that has to change. Those things, exactly right. And that support, it's really just a support network, isn't it? Yeah. Like you've got people to, um, you know, as you said, bounce off, provide that support that's going to help yeah. you decision making save time yeah so yeah i think that for the long term future
0: i would i'm going to keep it um just a question mark over that one for now mm. but i'm sure that'll be something we delve into um more than more than
1: once in the, yeah. in, the in the podcast yeah awesome uh hmm? I don't really want to ask any of those questions. Do you have... Would you say you have... And I don't expect this because I ask this to a lot of people I work with in terms of interns and stuff. And I think it's tough because I think some people... like Some older coaches and stuff are really big on it and say you have to have one, you have to have one. But as you said, you're a developing coach in that regard. Do you have much of a philosophy or a thought process or a style that you lean towards in either how you communicate or deliver your coaching Service. Yeah. So, sure. way you sum it up, or is there a way you've evaluated how you go about things? So, I really, really like. I actually learned this
0: sort of concept of thinking by a guy, um, Michael Gerber, who's actually um, a very, very intelligent and successful businessman. He's written. I've he, read a book of his called The E Myth. Okay. Um, and sort of something that he suggested, and I sort of tweaked it in my own head a little bit in terms of a philosophy that i work on is in in my job because you have such you spend such a a long amount of time with someone in quite an intimate setting even if even if it is small group fitness sort of class setups Mm. just because you're constantly engaging with all the people in the room because it's you know they're you're always within feet of someone constantly talking discussing things i have such an opportunity to to affect the feeling that someone has at yeah. almost every given time. Yeah. So, I guess my philosophy is always is trying to create. Uh, that that feeling of achievement, but also that sense of. Like hard work. So, mm. I like want every a, like sim- process. A process. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. So, and it changes for everyone. Where every single person, as suit, like at the end of a session. I want them to have felt like they've accomplished something, yeah. but there's something else to work on. Yeah. So, that's something that's always in the back of my mind. Where, even if someone fails at something or they're not very good at something, and some people are really hard on themselves, some people are happy to try whatever it is, fail a million times, and they don't, they've just got they don't lose their mind or yeah. they're angry or anything like that. And it changes for everyone, yeah. just like we are going to say a lot. It depends. Yeah. But that feeling, and it's what brings you back to what brings you back to your a restaurant, to your favorite hairdresser, or anything. It's just that one feeling that remains consistent, mm. and it's not always going to be that same feeling that I'm trying to achieve, which is that sense of accomplishment mm. and that in that sense of um, you know just I can't think of the word for it, but just that trying to get over that hurdle, but knowing you can
1: do it, mm. and it's just around the corner. Mm. So it's like... Not being outweighed by that doubt. That doubt's not over-consuming them. Like exactly. You're, you're right. giving them enough to tell them that they've got more to work on, mm. but you're also giving them enough that they've achieved something yeah. that they feel like they're actually going somewhere and making yeah. headway. So yeah, it's putting me.
0: that goal... It's putting... So I guess I'm trying to put that goal in the back of their mind that is on top of the hill, but it's not on top of... It's not on the top of Mount Everest. It's just on top of that hill they're not-too-far future... It's not too far, future, not too far um, distance. So my philosophy is... Creating that is, and this is just the start of everything. So obviously a lot of things come into our practice, but it's, that's the, I want that feeling and it's going to change for everyone that brings people back and keeps them motivated. Awesome. So I couldn't, I I don't really know what that feeling is called in one word or, but my philosophy is just, is that, and that in turn
1: helps me to to develop what you're going to deliver with them. Yeah, Yeah. exactly right. yeah. Yeah. So... And so for someone starting for the first time, it might be like them not being able to squat the silent session to them being able to squat, but knowing that the goal is to squat multiple times under the load. Exactly So right, they've achieved yeah. the squat by the end of the session, so they've done that, but they also understand and educate that there's a process to go through mm-hmm. to achieve the lower body or the legs yeah. or the fitness level they want through a means of that exercise. And it's, and them, it just, yeah, it and it's often there. the
0: case where they started, um, they, if they felt coming in to the gym for the first time, they were... It was so as a daunting experience. They had no idea what they're walking into. They have no idea where they're going Mm. to then just be able to create that that same, I keep saying it, that Mm. sense of accomplishment. Mm. Even it's the tiny little steps. Mm. Um, And I guess it's consistency too. You like, people don't like change. People, people like being able to walk into the same McDonald's. They love McDonald's because they know exactly what they're going to order and they know exactly how it's going to come. Yeah. And so just a little bit of a healthier version of McDonald's. <laughs>
1: yeah, cool. but I guess I haven't
0: really thought about it. that just sort of came to my mind. No, and the reason I do ask the
1: question is because I don't. I think you know, I I always ask a lot of people what their purpose and passion is, and a lot of people do know and don't think about it. Some people do know, and they do think about it, and then there's some people that don't know and don't think about it. And when you're really like when you sort of profile, I don't like to put categorize people, but I I do tend to at times talk about. Types of people in certain circumstances, and if you're someone who doesn't know what you want or doesn't know why you do something, or well, don't even question it, yeah, yeah. and put any thought into it, like in your case, you unconsciously know why you do things, and that allows you to be successful and achieve those sorts of things and have outcomes. and You'll know yeah. that because you'll either have success with your clients or you won't, yeah, because your clients are a part of that thought process. Well, it's hard, and to be honest, a lot of people in the health and fitness industry fall into one of those A and B categories where they know what they do, they know why they do it, or they know what they do, they just don't know, they know it. But the ones that I struggle to understand is when you have those ones who don't know what they want and don't know why they do it, and that generally happens to be more often than not our client base that we work with. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. It's interesting thought process, isn't it? Like, it's just... It's a good question, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And it shouldn't be something like you'll see developed coaches and stuff and they'll have mission statements and that sort of stuff. And I think that's good. Like, I think it's good that you know, we talked a little bit. It is a bit more business-minded. Like, we deal with people and being adaptable to the person that's presented in front of you. Like If you, if you have a coaching style or a, a, a traits that suit that, you know, if you get results, you're probably doing the right thing. Your style's probably great, that sort of thing. i just do like, yeah, like to find that stuff out about people. It's a good question. Is there anything else we haven't really covered in this that you feel is a good time to speak now? Forever hold your peace or anything <laughs> J Rankin related?
0: No, I think that it'll be uncovered sort of as episodes go, and my opinions and what our opinions and views are um, exposed a little bit. Yeah. Um, no, I think just just that whole. I just I'm looking forward to just that whole process because. I'm, you know, twenty two years old. It's not very old. Um, especially I've only been, I guess, officially in the industry for you know about twelve months. So, I'm looking forward to to uh, making a lot of more mistakes. Yeah. Just because knowing that that's you know we're gonna gonna learn. So, but um, no, I don't think there's anything else you need to notice as yet. Yeah.
1: Alright, uh, we'll let it. Maybe if Romney calls again, we'll try <laughs> <the> juicy
0: story. <laughs> 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 Alright, cool.